Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Market in the World show. You don't want to miss this episode. Today, we're talking to Michael Trainer. He's the CEO and founder of Peak Mind. They had their inaugural uh, event recently with His Holiness the Dalai Lama as the featured guest, and the host for that event was Academy Award winner Forrest Whitaker. You don't want to miss this. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Michael, welcome to the show. We're thrilled to have you. Thank you, Devin. It's an honor to be here. Well, uh, I apologize for taking three cuts at trying to get the intro right. We'll edit the, uh, edit the two uh, failed attempts right out. But we're excited to talk to you. I mean, I'm really excited to talk to you today because of the great things that you're doing. Tell us about uh, Peak Mind. Well, Peak Mind started really out of a desire to, um, again, continue my work as a social entrepreneur, but it was really inspired by my journey with my father. I had been uh, working to uh, build a uh, global citizen with uh, a team of incredible people, which for those who don't know is uh, a concert held annually on the Great Lawn in Central Park. And it's, it's an incredible social enterprise where people are incentivized based on their social action and they win tickets uh, to the festival. And on stage, uh, the, the voices of those uh, global citizens are leveraged to secure uh, significant contributions uh, on behalf of the world's poor. So I was about three years into Global Citizen uh, when I found out that my father was diagnosed with dementia. And I did uh, a very deep dive into uh, the causes of dementia and cognitive decline and realized that it was a a very scary disease and uh, unfortunately a pretty prolific disease. And so while I've been focusing on issues like uh, malaria and polio, diseases that have been affecting the extreme poor, I now became aware of the fact that there was an extraordinary prevalence, growing prevalence of diseases like diabetes and dementia that were affecting uh, a different part of the globe. And so it, it led me down the rabbit hole uh, and was the genesis of Peak Mind. Well, Global Citizen, for people who don't know, hugely successful event. Tell us a little bit about, not event, but organization, annual event. Tell us a little bit about that to just set the table for what an accomplished social entrepreneur you are. Yeah, so Global Citizens uh, is a really, truly extraordinary organization. Um, I was, I met a a gentleman by the name of Hugh Evans um, uh, several years back. I had my own company at the time. I did my graduate work in international affairs and international development uh, in New York and uh, was enrolled into the possibility of ending extreme poverty around the planet. Um, At that time, there were 1.3 billion people living in extreme poverty. And I was really moved by the, the boldness of making it the legacy of our generation to see it ended uh, within our lifetime. But we didn't really want to go with the traditional narrative of guilt and shame. Um, you know, the sort of Sally Struthers, give me your cup of coffee, $1.50, and I'll show you a picture of a poor child in Africa. Really didn't feel that that honored our, our shared humanity. So we wanted to do something that was really hopeful and inspiring and something that was truly uh, innovative. And so to to make a long story short, uh, we turned some of the great challenges. We decided we wanted to host it on the Great Lawn in Central Park. Of course, Central Park is an incredibly iconic venue and one of the world's great cities. Um, There have not been many great concerts on the Central Park because it's it's very expensive, obviously, to cover the cost for the conservancy, and you can't actually sell tickets. 
So our great disruption was turning that to our big advantage because instead of selling tickets, we made it so people had to learn about the issues affecting the extreme poor and take action so as to earn their ticket. So every year, uh, and it continues on today, um, 70,000 people uh, gather on the Great Lawn in Central Park having taken actions, and those those actions are leveraged to get world leaders to make um, oftentimes multi-million dollar contributions on behalf of the world's poor. So it's a really profound model. Uh, it's grown exponentially. I was there from, um, from the early days, the inception, and, and grew it through year three until my father was um, diagnosed with dementia, at which point I, I had kind of a crisis of conscience and uh, decided I would take him anywhere in the world he wanted to go. And of course, he was too humble to ask me to take him anywhere. So I I took him to South Africa and on that trip made a very difficult decision. But at that point, um, Global Citizen was in a very good place. And I said, you know what, I want to find a way to spend more time with my father. And I felt called actually to, to take a look at what was causing his disease and also look at applying some of the principles I learned in building Global Citizen towards um, what, I, what I now call Piedmont. So what did you learn as you kind of, you did that deep dive into dementia? What, what did you learn? Well, it's, 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 it's really startling. I mean, so dementia is a, a neurodegenerative disease. Most people know the most common form of dementia, which is Alzheimer's. And, you know, I, I had been focused on building a brand largely around millennials. Uh, I'm, I'm still relatively young myself, so it wasn't necessarily something that I had a huge awareness around. Uh, but I discovered, one, that the first symptoms of Alzheimer's onset decades before the first symptom. So it was actually very relevant for, for, for my generation and for millennials. Um, and, and two, that it was an exponentially growing global uh, epidemic. Um, right now, the disease, uh, dementia, costs about $605 billion, or 1% of, of global gross GDP, and it's estimated to cost $1 trillion by 2018. And many are calling dementia type 3 diabetes. Um, so type 2 diabetes is already, the Lancet published, a, a $1.3 trillion disease because you have to factor in not just the, the exponential healthcare costs, but the profound social consequences it has when, you know, your loved ones are, are faced with a, a debilitating disease. I mean, all of us obviously um, – our brain is the one organ we cannot replace in the body, and it's the source through which we navigate the world. So it's the source of our of our identity. Um, so it has profound personal consequences. You know, they project that one in two people today will get one a form of dementia. Um, so either you are faced with losing your identity, or you're likely the person who's going to have to caregive for the person losing their identity. And and there's also profound financial costs. Um, the, you know, the the lost productivity. Um, it's it's a multi multi billion dollar disease, and right now uh, there's estimates that half of the U.S. population alone is pre diabetic, and half of the Chinese population, 500 million people, is pre diabetic. Right. So it's, it's it's really a global global issue. Huge huge problem. And so, tell us how you use Peak Mind to address that. Yeah, so the vision with Peak Mind, in, in somewhat of an analogous fashion to Global Citizen, is, you know, I really want to inspire people. So the idea is, you know, we now have more um, obese people on the planet than non-obese people uh, for the first time in history. And I don't look at that as a, you know, unfortunately, our society often shames people. I, I think it's frankly a, a symptom of our lifestyle. You know, many of us working behind our desks 12, 13 hours a day, eating fast food, having cortisol or stress pumping through our system um, 
much of the day. And so it's really a modern lifestyle epidemic. And so with Peak Mind, the vision is really to create an educational platform, educational and inspirational platform, in a similar style to Global Citizen, where we use content and incentivize people for positive behaviors. So, so the vision really is, is, is taking the peak minds of our time, some of the leading thought leaders, and sharing their vision and sharing their sort of inspirational story and then providing tangible steps that people can take and apply in their own lives. And then ultimately the vision with Peak Mind is actually to get, um, to get various behavioral tools to help us uh, not only through inspiration but actually to get both quantitative and qualitative measures that we can use to, um, to take us to our peak. So, for example, I just did uh, an incredible test, which I didn't even know existed uh, a year ago, where I got an 85-page printout of everything from my cognitive health to my heart health to my microbiome. They call the gut now the second brain, the enteric nervous system, and what micronutrients uh, are most optimally absorbed in my system. So really a profound amount of information, which I'm now going to use. I mean, one one result is I've gone gluten-free. that I'm going to use to actually have profound consequences on my life long term. So I'm really looking at wanting to uh, prevent on a, you know, on a personal basis, but, but, but more so also create a whole movement where this information can get out such that it inspires people to, to take their life to the next level. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. You really are a role model to, I don't know how many thousands, millions of people that uh, look up to you. Who do you look up to as a role model? Oh, well, that's very gracious of you to say. I don't know about that, but I, I will say that um, the person that, that really inspires me is, is Nelson Mandela. When my, when my dad uh, was diagnosed with dementia, I, I knew he was a, a great lover of history, and, and we went to South Africa, a country I'd been to before, and it was quite honestly one of the best things I've ever done in my life. Um, and... You know, I, I did a deep dive into Long Walk to Freedom. I actually gifted it to my father um, that year for Christmas. And um, in a really special way, he actually highlighted the whole book uh, and, and, and gave it back to me the next year um, as he was sort of losing some of his cognitive capabilities. Um, but, you know, Mandela is an inspiration for me for a variety of reasons. One, you know, he recognized the, the, the virtue and value of education as our most powerful tool to create global transformation. I think secondly, as someone who was subjected to 27 years in prison, yet recognized that he had to forgive to be able to, to, to leave not just the prison cell behind, but also the prison cell in our mind behind, and to become the profound leader at 80 years old that he was, um, such that he transformed the future of his, of his country. I think um, he's... He, he's, he's my, he's my greatest inspiration. You know, I think my, he, there's many quotes of his, I love, but you know, he says, you know, for to be free is not merely to cast off one's own chains, but to live in such a way that enhances the freedom of others. And I think that's, that's sort of the credo I, I, I try to, to live by and, and really um, use to drive my work. Well, that credo uh, may help to explain why, and I'd love your feedback on this, on why you've chosen to be so proactive. You, you, you talk about your dad's dementia as a motivating factor for this, for peak mind, but a lot of people have parents with dementia and have challenges. My parents have challenges, and I worry about them, but I haven't taken on that cause. Why did you feel so personally responsible? You know, it's a great question. I think 
you know, I'm just, I'm a, I'm, I'm kind of a relentless, uh, a relentless doer. You know, I, I have a, an analytical mind and, and, and I, and I kind of don't take, you know, even if, if you know, d- dementia is theoretically an incurable disease yet, as you do deep dive into the research, you know, there's some doctors at the forefront that are, that are really creating exponential, um, you know, uh, potential cures. Uh, Dale Bredesen, for example, in a, in a small clinical trial, uh, reversed uh, Alzheimer's in eight out of 12 patients. So there's, and, and there's lots of ways in which, I mean, even if you have a genetic predisposition, um, you know, through epigenetics, through diet, lifestyle, there's lots of things that you can do to not only have profound effects um, in, in, in preventing or reversing um, early stage cognitive impairment, but also just setting yourself up to win across the board, right? I mean, there's a whole slate of autoimmune diseases and, 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 and whatnot that, that are now kind of much more common because of the lifestyle, the environment, et cetera. And I'm, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I, 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 I make a great effort to reach out to the best in, in the business. Um, and ask them questions. And so in, in doing that deep dive, you know, my first passion was around meditation. I saw the Harvard research around the ability to create neuroplasticity. You know, there's always this view, at least when I was growing up, that your brain just kind of went down and there was nothing you could really do about it. You know, you just killed brain cells. And then I saw this research that, well, hang on, you can actually decrease the size of your amygdala and increase the activity in your hippocampus. And you could do that in as little as eight weeks through, through meditation. And that was the inspiration behind our first event with, uh, with, uh, with this holiness, the Dalai Lama is, is sort of the preeminent figure in my mind around meditation and, and talking to others, you know, I mean, I grew up in Chicago. How are we going to get this information out to, you know, folks on the South side of Chicago? They may not you know, resonate as much with Deepak, but, you know, I talked to folks like Usher and Common and their meditators. How can we get them talking about their meditation practice? So for me, it's about distilling the information in a way that's accessible uh, to the masses. And I think that's what we did very well with Global Citizen is not just speaking to the choir, but really looking at the, the sort of disinterested or interested, but busy mainstream. And so my vision with Peak Mind is to do the same, because unfortunately, this is going to be um, a disease that affects many of us as a touch point, whether it be through, the, through our loved ones or, um, you know, or potentially ourselves. So, so I'm just interested in creating a context where we can really create a 21st century education platform around wellness. And I, default, I, I define that very broadly, where people can get educated and inspired to take their life uh, in, a, in a new direction. Because one of the things I've learned clearly from interviewing a lot of these leading functional medicine doctors is if you if you if you alter your lifestyle early very few of these diseases um, can are necessarily death sentences so so there's really a hopeful aspect to this story and and i i often choose to to focus on the positive aspects and really try to find ways in which to get that information out there in a way that people can take action michael what's your superpower well i'd say it's probably a combination between foresight uh, tenacity and resilience. So I like to I like to see things before they're kind of commonly adopted. I think that's that's what makes me a, an entrepreneur and a social entrepreneur. Um, it's it's what along alongside the team that we developed Global Citizen. You know, we had this we had this vision and we were tenacious and um, and we and we saw through what seemed to be impossible. You know, from from ideation to execution uh, in nine months for that first for that first festival and. Same thing with the, the Dalai Lama event. Six months had an idea. I had no, I had no, no, no connections necessarily, or or reason to believe that I could could find a way to bring the Dalai Lama up. But uh, but when it when you're driven by when your why is is bigger than yourself, um, I think you can rise up. And so I actually wouldn't even look at it as my own superpower. I just see myself 
in, in my in my best way as a vessel. And so, but I am relentless and, I, and I'm tenacious. And I think as many entrepreneurs out there know, you know, we have to be resilient. And I think one of the key traits that all of us need in this, in this global reality we live in is adoptability, right? Because it's not, it's, we're not moving at the same pace as say previous generations. And so for me, it's really, it really comes down to listening and listening to what's going on in the world and being, um, being tenacious and going after a vision that I think could be of service, absorbing any, you know, short-term failures and turning those obstacles into opportunities and then, and, and being resilient through that process and then being unequivocally committed to the vision, uh, to bring it back to, to Mandela. Uh, you know, he said, uh, a winner is a dreamer who never gives up. And so for me, uh, I'm a dreamer who, who won't give up. Excellent. Now, thank you for taking the time to be with us, Michael. Before you go, tell us how you people can learn more about Peak Mind. So, Peak Mind is is uh, peakmind.org. Uh, we're across social platforms at peak underscore mind. Uh, I'm across social platforms at uh, at Michael Trainer, MichaelTrainer.com. And if if someone wants to reach out directly, you know, you can feel free, Michael at peakmind.org. And um, grateful this is a, a movement that's much bigger than me and uh i'm i'm open to to any input fantastic well michael thank you very much for being with us today we wish you every success in helping to fight the scourge of alzheimer's thank you Doug. appreciate it all right let's do some good thank you for listening this podcast was recorded via google hangouts on air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devon is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.